You're listening to ViewSource, a conversation around tech, web development, and WordPress with hosts Ruba Ahmed, that's me, and Brian Kortz. Okay, I have a question for you. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Are you running any sort of a MAMP server on your computer at any time in the last, like, year? Like, is there MAMP still running on your computer? No, I don't even think I have it installed anymore. (laughs) No. Do you have any lamp, mamp, glamp, whatever stacks running? Are you, you, are you past the mamp era? I think I'm past that era, way past that era. You? All right. Well, (laughs) you you don't need to ask me. I mean, never mind. who even asked the stupid question. That's what I want to know. Maybe I do. (laughs) Maybe I have mamp pro for like, two or three sites that are, you know, I don't even think they're WordPress, Mm -hmm. just, you know, some old things, you know, you just have old things and you know, you're going to have to load it up every once in a while and you don't, what am I going to do? Sit here and like reset up a local environment for something that I started five years ago. I mean, yeah, that's fair. (laughs) I'm sorry. I don't even think I ever bought pro. No, I feel really bad. Never. If they're still like, I assume they're still going strong because I, I definitely have MAMP Pro and it definitely updates once in a while. And it actually is really, I'm yeah. not going to lie. It's actually really nice. Like it, it gets it like, it's a sturdy old workhorse. So I, right. let's step back and say our topic is local environments for WordPress. Yes. Are we saying for WordPress? <laughs> I guess so. Um, to begin with anyway, but we could segue into non WordPress if you want. <laughs> We'll see. We'll see how crazy we get. Um, so I guess take me back in time. What do you think, if you can remember, what was your first local environment for like building your very first WordPress website? You know, when you made that move from cowboy coding on a server to I'm going to set up a local site. What do you think you used? If you remember, I definitely remember it was absolutely MAMP because I had just moved to a Mac and I was like, server coding is BS. I don't want to do this anymore. And I, I was like in my teens and not even doing this professionally yet. And yeah, I think it was like core. Like I think the, the docs said use MAMP. So I downloaded MAMP and I followed their instructions and they made no sense, but I used that forever. I think for a very, very long time, I used MAP. What about you? Was there something before MAP? Well, I, as you were talking, I remembered that I had one before that was called ZAMP. It's like MAP with an X at the beginning. Does that sound familiar? But I thought that was just for Windows. No, yeah. am I wrong? No, I think, no. It says here that it was available on Mac OS X. Oh. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was on a Mac. You know, that's a good question. Hmm. See, yeah. the problem okay. with these sorts of topics is my memory is pretty bad. So whatever I'm saying, <laughs> assume like I'm 50% incorrect about it, but yeah, maybe we'll go back and correct it in the show notes. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's like, <laughs> we did some sleuthing and we know you were not on ZAMP at that year <laughs> because of this. Um, I think my first one to answer my own question, I think was desktop server, server press. Did you use desktop server? Mm, 
I did. I tried it because a lot of people raved about it, and I wanted to know if it was easier to switch from one installation to another installation with it, which it was, but I don't think it mm -hmm. ever stuck with it. Yeah. It was, um, this is where I'll show my ignorance, but it's basically, it was basically like a MAMP, but it was really just Windows. It was like, or Windows, mm -hmm. sorry. It was really just WordPress. It was like, right. we're, we're only really for WordPress sites. Whereas like ZAMP and MAMP, I know that I've used those for like non-WordPress sites. I've used them for like, I don't know, you know, Code Igniter or whatever random framework that you get roped into. Um, but I remember desktop server being like, we're like, I think they're kind of like the OGs, right? Like they're the original. I think so. Kind of like local environment for WordPress. And I'm guessing you saw yeah. that they're not quite as active or they're shutting down. So I think I started, I, I tried it right before they decided to shut it down because they got sold or something. And then I was like, oh, well, this was really cool. And now it's gone. And then the new boy, new person, new thing, new program mm -hmm. on the market all, showed up. You don't even have to say it. We all know who it is. Yeah, we all know who it is. <laughs> You're talking about Lando uh, from Pantheon. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was just like, no. <laughs> it was local by Flywheel. <laughs> yeah. Can you explain to me, like I'm five, the difference between desktop server and the MAMP era and like local. And I guess that's like the Docker era. Like, wow. do you think if I didn't understand the difference, but I, I clearly do, I'm mm -hmm. clearly, I understand very intelligent, understand it all. Oh yeah. Um, how would you frame the difference between the old school MAMP stack? And then like now where I think we all live, which is somewhere in the Docker universe, including local, mm -hmm. which I think we should spend a lot of time talking about. I think the biggest difference is virtualization, right? Um, I think that I could be totally wrong, by the way, but like I think MAMP and uh, desktop server did not run as like a virtual environment and instead just use the technologies that were on your computer to create a server. Um, whereas local and everything else that came after uses basically like say virtual box, for example, and, uh, to virtualize or in this case, Docker, but you know, you can use virtual box to do it too. And local did for a while, um, in order to make a virtual environment that was completely separate from your computer and running on top in like in its own isolated OS. And that's where you ran press. Right. So you, I think that's what it was. I think that's the, a good way to explain it because what I remember is the very first time I tried like a Docker setup for like a WordPress site. What scared me the most was I didn't know where anything was as much where it felt like with the old map, it was like, there's my file structure. I'm looking right at it. Like I kind of knew everything was. And I, I think one of the first times I did like a, a Docker style setup, I erased yeah. a site or a database and I had, I just didn't understand where did it go? Where I still don't know where it is. Is it still there somewhere hiding? How did I delete it? And, you know, it's been a long time since then, but like, mm -hmm. if, if I were to ask you, honestly, when's the last time you accidentally erased your database or, or lost a site in like your local environment where you were just like, I think it's gone. Yeah. I think it was with, um, Ooh, vagrant. Vagrant mm -hmm. is one that we didn't have in our list, but when VVV, it was like, 
very something vagrant. Anyway, you could use it as an environment in Docker to run WordPress. The first time I tried that, I think I had migrated a site over that I was working on and yeah, it went poof. And I was like, I don't know. I'm, I'm freaked. I never want to use Docker again. This is dramatic. Oh my goodness. I still remember that very clearly. It was very terrifying. I think that's why local WP is, I'm just going to say it the most popular, probably, um, local yeah. environment for WordPress developers. Um, because I think it makes you feel like warm and cozy, like you're in your old desktop server MAMP with your nice UI and, you yes. know, you're not running commands and you're not, you know, spinning things up. You're just, you're just safe yeah. in your little application that you trust, even though under the hood, it's essentially doing the same thing, um, just, yeah. you know, more securely. So I, I'm going to- Plus the file structure is right there. Right? Yes. It's not in a woo-woo land. It's right there. Yes. You can access it even if local isn't running. <laughs> yes. And so that's been a recent, and well, and then we could talk about it has WP CLI built in, which I mm -hmm. love using. Um, it has, <clears throat> it has a uh, mail hog built in, which I do take a lot of yeah. advantage of. Um, An it, image optimizer and a link checker. Do you use those? I've used the link checker actually works pretty well. The image optimizer okay. never. I mean, <laughs> I'm not pushing my images back up. I'm not pulling images from my site and pushing exactly. them back up. I mean, I got plugins for that. Don't even, don't even yeah, ask exactly. me to do that. <laughs> they, they now I'll just, because I don't have anyone else to complain about this to, I'm going to clean up this to you and you tell me what you think. My one complaint about local WP is I want to pull a website down and I do not want to pull the media library down. I just don't want to do it on the first poll. And mm -hmm. with local WP, I guess I could download a backup of my site and manually like install it yeah. and not include it and do that whole like song and dance. But it's so cool the way it connects right. with WP Engine. It pulls the whole site down. Everything's right there. Mm -hmm. It's ready to go. But like, you know, we have some crazy clients that have these massive media yeah. libraries. I just want to be able to say, just don't give me the media library. Like all I'll do some magic to load the images. Don't worry about that. I don't want their images on my computer. Am I crazy? Is that a valid complaint? Is there an easy solution that you, the genius, know that I clearly don't? Genius. You're not crazy. I think that this is a really valid complaint. And I think in general, just that 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 component of local is just not well developed. Or it's not like it's very rudimentary, you know? Like they haven't like try to make it better or improve it in any way. It's just like a basic connection. And don't even get me started on the fact that when you want to like push stuff up or pull back stuff down and it's like, it takes forever for the file uh, system to load. And then you have to like, trying to find anything in that and like- Collapsing all your folders. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I hate that so much. Oh my goodness. It drives me insane. Um, and like the fact that it never saves your preferences, there's no way to say, I never want to sync the database. Thank you very much. Never, ever. Um, or I only want to sync this particular file or this particular folder. I want to be able to do that, but I can't. So that means I personally just don't use it. I, I prefer to just use like Git with WP mm -hmm. Engine instead. And I will not pull, I will not push because that thing that that setup is good for like maybe the initial one. And then after that, I just find it to be a painful, painful process. You don't even use the poll. Like I like to pull from WP engine and then I like to never push. 
that's my like mantra is like never push from in local. I pull sometimes, like if I want the database updates, because I want to test with the latest content from the client or something, then I'll pull sometimes, but only for the database and only Only for the database because you got to wait 10 minutes for it to load all the files that you know, you don't want. Yeah. At least. Yeah, exactly. Uh, sometimes it even takes longer and I like, like why, why? Anyway, but this is, this is a tangent, but WP engine purchased local or they purchased flywheel who created local. And then there used to be a premium version of local, which I gladly paid for because I thought it was worth it. And they made that free, which is very nice. Yeah. Um, and it's still very good. But I know that there's like a place where people say like, here's features that we would like to see. And then I think that place, <clears throat> I think it has a direct like connection to their trash can. Cause I don't see any, you know, responses to those. And I wonder like, again, WP engine, my favorite hosting company sponsor the podcast. They, you know, yeah. they own a lot of really good things that we all like. And some of them have stagnated a little bit. Do you think? Yes. Do you feel like local stagnates a little, has stagnated a little bit since they bought it? I mean, it's like, it's good. I have no complaints, but it doesn't feel like it's changed much. Yeah. I'm going to open up the change log because I really want to know now, like what have been the, because you know, once in a while you will see the updates. What has changed? They added a on-off toggle. Oh, the fact that they removed multi-site support and then never brought it back will, is so banding because I still have one or two sites that I need multi-site on and you can totally make it work, but it's like a whole, like, I don't even know. You can make it work. I didn't know you could. You can, you can make it work. Um, Mm. I totally did, but it is very annoying to make it work. Um, I feel like they've done some like Silicon, like they supported Apple Silicon. That's the one. That's a good one. I mean, that's an important one. That, Wait, that it brings me back SSL to issue. desktop server and the reason I stopped using it, yes. which was that there was like, I don't remember which Mac yeah. was the big update, but there was one that was like a pretty big one. Maybe it was like <clears throat> when they switched the like not allowing 32-bit apps or like one of those things, yeah. you know, one of those big OS so. updates and desktop server was just like not fast enough. And uh, yeah. it was like, well, for a month, you can't use your local sites if you updated too soon. And so that was when I was like, I just... I had to, I had to let it go. Cause like I needed, I needed to get my local sites back up and running. So sorry, desktop. Yeah, I hear you. That's me and Adobe creative cloud right now, because they take a little while to like bring support for their creative cloud apps to the, whatever the latest OS is. And so I'm still on OS 12 and not on Ventura 13 because I was waiting for Photoshop to like be okay on that. So that I don't like lose access to the stuff that I really need access to. And I really hate that. I actually don't like my dependence on Creative Cloud, and I may change over. That can probably be a whole episode too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a whole episode about Creative Cloud, Figma. Um, yes. Some of their other choices Web apps. recently. Mm-hmm. We'll let that mm-hmm. one go. I feel like, yeah, for, for the interest of time, we should move past local WP and do yes. a quick highlight round of some other ones. Um, I think I'll ask you if you've used the, the WordPress, um, WordPress environment, the like Docker, I never know how to, yeah. how to like say these things out loud from the block editor. Cause it's always like, 
WordPress app, and WordPress slash. Yeah. And like, yeah, this is a thing that, so to step back, when you look up the documentation, as we learned today for setting up a local mm-hmm. server, WordPress still points you towards desktop server, which has been shut down for, I think at least a year. Yep. Um, yep. and it's actually very hard to find out that WordPress has its own decent, like Docker environment for setting up your WordPress sites. Mm-hmm. Have you used it? I have used it. I prefer not to use it. Not because it's mm. not bad, not good. It's just that local is so much more convenient. Like, I'm sorry, but like, I, I want yeah. the convenience. I want that like sort of visual feedback that just makes it easier for me to switch from one context to another. So I prefer it. Yeah. The WordPress documentation has really bad SEO. I'm just going to put that out there. <laughs> well, I... I think it's because the WordPress environment documentation lives inside the package reference of the reference guide section of the block editor handbook. And to me, it's like, I guess I get that it's a package and I guess they're working on it in Gutenberg as Mm -hmm. a feature, but like, why is it in the block editor handbook? Yeah. Yeah. And they don't link to it from they, I mean, I'm sure they do, but it's linked to very, in very few places from within the other parts of wordpress.org, which means that, you know, our search engine just doesn't know enough or to recommend it to you Mm -hmm. as like one of the top results. So yeah, I think a lot of people probably don't even know this exists. Yeah. It's 100%. That's how I feel. And then don't even get me started on the CSS of the developer resources block editor handbook with its insane margins. The content is this narrow. There's a sidebar table of contents and then no table of contents for this thousand word article that I got to scroll down. You know, the narrowness is good. I think the narrow content width is actually good in German, just like, scientifically for like digesting and reading content. But the fact that you have to scroll so long and, oh, if you, if you open up the one side, like the table of contents and it becomes super long, then trying to find anything in that is like a super painful process. I mean, it was a good thought and now it needs improvement, but I don't think that the community has the resources to make that happen. That's part of the other problem. Like with that in general, and, like I could talk a lot about like just resources for the documentation aspect, <laughs> but the PHP documentation, this has nothing to do with local environments. The PHP documentation is really good and it keeps getting better this year. They launched, um, yeah, where the code is like way more like syntax highlighted and stuff. And the, so mm-hmm. like the PHP developer documentation continues to be better. It shows you exactly where in the core the function is, what functions use the function. Yeah. Like, I use that stuff regularly. Like it's good. Well, the developer docs are okay for WordPress. They they do all of that. Yeah. But the the block editor stuff, though, in this new paradigm of using Git to do it through GitHub, is the design is just weird. I get it. <laughs> I agree. All right, we're running out of time. One of the other ones. Yeah. yeah. Give me another one. DevKit. DevKit. Did you ever use DevKit from Kinsta? Is there wait? Wait, there's Kinsta and there's WP Engine, yes. right? And there's DevKit. Yeah. Was WP Engine? Oh, sorry, not? Dev Kinsta. Yeah, DevKit was WP Engine and Dev Kinsta is Kinsta. That's right. Yes. That's right. <laughs> no, I've 
<laughs> I'm not like I've never used Kinsta. I honestly didn't know who they were until uh, like a year ago where it was sudden. Like I tell me if I'm wrong. I thought Kinsta created basically like a CMS type thing on top of WordPress. That was like a much better content. See like kin like hosting no. blogs on Kinsta. Like they had like a network of blogs or something. If That's they did at, at some point, I don't know about that. Right. I know nothing about that, but they have a really nice management setup, like how WP engine, like, you know, you can manage your okay. sites. Okay. It has more of the flywheel vibe, flywheel okay. vibe when you go in and it's a nice setup, like the actual like management of your sites and the DNS and everything in there is really nice, really well-designed, really sleek. Um, okay. Especially when you compare to WP Engine, which is very functional, very awesome, but not necessarily the sleekest looking thing. Um, maybe that's what you're thinking of. Because they were really hyped up about that for good reason. <laughs> yeah. See, now I'm wondering who I was thinking of. I thought Kinsta, like a lot of content companies I thought were using Kinsta. Like I thought Kinsta was like really geared towards like lots of content. But I... Like, yes. In terms of their marketing. But because in terms they of, like, optimize for that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because they like have they a really even, good like, CDN and everything. I, for some reason, thought they even had like some, you know, like, um, like if you use SiteGround, SiteGround now has like plugins mm. where like when you log in to the back end of a SiteGround site, it's like you don't need, which I, I yeah. kind of like that they do this. You don't need any caching plugins and you don't need, a, you, like they have, like you can do so much in your WordPress site that actually changes things where like WP engine, if I want to like do some things, I got to sit in a support chat queue and ask somebody yeah. in Austin to, you know, freaking add a cache exclusion for me. So I do Maybe more, but yeah. Wait, since when? I don't believe. Yeah, you, you can do it. <laughs> no, it's I there. I promise. I don't believe you. You can ask them to make that available to you. And then it's there in the oh, sidebar. You, you can do have... it yourself. So I yeah, you do, you do, there's a step, but like one step instead of every time step. Yeah. <laughs> so to answer your question, no, I never used DevKinsta. Explain to me, uh, was it? It's the same as local, but it's way slower and way worse. Okay. I'm but it was sorry, like a Kinsta, UI, I, I... like a, it was like an app, yeah, not yeah, like, like a, a command just line like tool. Just like local. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Lando is a command line tool, right? Yes. Lando, I believe Pantheon, that was like their recommended one. So if you mm. were dealing with clients of Pantheon, um, that could be a whole, we should do a whole episode just on like the weirdness of different hosting companies and how they do things. Like hosting a site on Pantheon yeah. is not like hosting a site on WP Engine or, you know, that sort of thing. It's just meant for a whole different type of website, you know? Site. Yeah. I think but, I've only ever had three clients on Pantheon ever. And they definitely need, didn't need to be using Pantheon, yeah. but yeah. Yeah. So is there anything else? Mm, there's ones, I mean, we could keep going down the list of things I haven't used. Um, you know, there's like Same the, <laughs> the Kana, Kana by Chris Wegman, which I want to use, but haven't yep. used. Um, Same. I want to try it too. There's, um, there's, you know, WordPress playground where you're just hosting your WordPress website in your browser, in your <laughs> web assembly. I mean, it's not really a local site, but right. it's going to, yeah. I think it's going to, I guess you could do that with Insta WP too. Have you tried that? Oh, you just that's, like spin you know what, that's, up an instance. Yeah, I actually have tried that. That is super cool. That is mm -hmm. not solving the same problem, like in any way at all, but it yeah. is like, 
it feels it's like a classic WordPress thing. Everybody does one thing really well, and you can't really connect all of them. But one day mm-hmm. in the future, spinning up an Insta WP, throwing it to like my local, hosting it on WPN. Yeah. Like I feel like one day, like it'll be possible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe that would be nice. Maybe we need like an activity pub kind of like spec, but for WordPress where everything can talk to each other. Yeah. (laughs) Which goes also against my other opinion, which is I probably don't need a giant WordPress like any, like I probably don't even need a CMS for like half of the stuff, (laughs) but, uh, that's true. That's That's another conversation. All right. So wrapping it up, we're all just, we're all just carrying water for local WP, right? I mean, yes, let's be honest. (laughs) Local WP. It's I think excellent. They've, they've won the war. You know, they could but use a, a new feature once in a while. Now they're too comfortable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're ready to be disrupted. Yeah. They are ready to be disrupted unless they disrupt themselves. I think I heard on the Vine, like, last year that they were looking to hire someone who would, like, like be more local focused because they don't have anyone who is like focused on local within the team. Mm. I don't know if that ever happened or if I'm just totally making it up, but it would be really nice to see them pay a little bit more than just let's maintain this thing as it is kind of attention to local. Well, I mean, you imagine you're talking about Docker and like virtual environments. You're talking about an electron app that Mm -hmm. basically has to do some like native, uh, desktop functionality for like Mac OS. Yeah. You have to understand WordPress. Like it's, yeah. there's no way that I would understand 5% of what's happening when I look at local. Like I, it's just, it's, yeah. it's a lot for sure. I can see that. That's true. Yeah, I agree. But I mean, I think considering how much, how much support I think it has in the WordPress community, if they put more resources towards it, or even monetize some aspect of it or something like I can see that being like a good thing for them too, to put more attention on it. I just wish that they would. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if they want to bring back the payments for local pro to like, get that, give me that media pay. upload file filtering, pulling and pulling, pushing stuff yes. cleared up. I'll chip in 10 bucks a year Yeah, for that. <laughs> a year? <laughs> 10 a year? bucks a year? Oh, no. Can I get... <laughs> Can they offer a, li- a lifetime uh, license? Since, yes. Uh, since they're in the that. lifetime license business now. Yeah. Yes. Well, I mean, I'm okay with like local having won the war as long as they keep not innovating, but just, you know, just help remove some of the pains that are still here. Yeah. So you hear that local, we're ending our podcast saying you're the best. Please make improvements. Please sponsor our podcast. Anything else? Yes, all of the above. All of the above. No, we love you. All right. (laughs) I'll talk to you later. Talk to you later. Visit viewsource.fm for the latest updates and links to the show notes. Review and subscribe to ViewSource in iTunes, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.